Welcome to the 612 podcast. I'm Jonathan Stiano, consultant plastic surgeon, and I'm going to talk about how you can make your private practice run like a business rather than just a job. I'm going to talk about putting in systems and processes into your practice so that you can deliver a consistently excellent service and level of care to your patients. I'm not talking about the clinical care that you deliver, I'm talking about everything else. Every week, at 6.12, I'll be on the club Facebook page with a live broadcast where I'll be giving tips and advice. And I'll run on to this podcast, which will be published every Friday. So here goes for today's episode. So I'm talking about keywords and long tail keywords. That's what I'm talking about today. It doesn't sound exciting, does it? I mean, uh, basically, I don't know how much you know and where you're up to in terms of keywords. And I think keywords, I think most people understand what that is. So a keyword is a word that you will try and optimize your website for call it a website if you uh, were doing say google adwords you can make keywords for your adwords so you can say to google these are the keywords that i want to my ad to show for so you can use keywords in those terms and to be honest with you, I've learned a lot from doing Google AdWords. I don't think you should do Google AdWords, but it is quite insightful doing Google AdWords because I think it does make you think more about keywords and think about how you're going to, how and what keywords you're going to target. Because I think when you start, you think that the keywords you want to target are, you know, breast implants or knee replacement or you know, cardiologist or orthopedic surgeon. Um, but you don't, you don't want to target these keywords. You know, you know, you want to come up for another number one, a plastic surgeon in Birmingham. You don't, that's not the keyword you should be targeting. You don't want to come up number one for plastic surgeon in Birmingham. So um, these are quite broad keywords. They're quite broad keywords and they, and you don't really want to go for broad keywords. And that is what a long tail keyword is. It narrows it down. So um, an, an, a long tail keyword would be um, revision breast reconstruction with implants in Birmingham. Quite a, quite a niche, you know. There's not going to be many people searching for that. Um, so when you look at the numbers and you can do this on Google, this is all free. Google will give you the information of how many people are searching for stuff. You'll think, hold on a minute. Thousands of people are searching plastic surgeon. There's like five people are searching for revision, breast reconstruction with implants in Birmingham or whatever it was I said. Um, so surely I want to go for the thousand. I don't want to go for the five. No, you want to go for five. And the first thing you've got to do in terms of you getting specific with your keywords is think about your name it's not necessarily a long tail keyword but it's certainly a keyword with a lower search volume you want to be looking when you're looking at keywords you want to rank for keywords you want to come up in searches for you want to go for one of the the concepts that i go for is depth not width so you want to look, you want to be attracting an engaged audience. So if go for plastic surgeon, that's nightmare, you know. If you go for plastic surgeon Birmingham, 
might be a bit better. At least they're looking for one in Birmingham, but they could be looking for someone who does faces. They could be looking for, for a for a hair replacement. They could be looking, goodness knows. Whereas if you go for whatever I said, breast reconstruction with implants, revision, that is a much more engaged and a much more niche person that you know you can help. So with all of your content, with all of your websites, social media, everything, you should be focusing it on the people you can help. Just look for the people you can help. And that's why you should be niching down into more specifics rather than going for general. I think a lot of people don't put websites up because they're worried that no one's going to find it because they think if you type in cardiologist in Essex, I'm never going to come up or something like that. Well, don't worry, you don't want to come up for cardiologist in Essex. But if you type in Dr. John Braithwaite, cardiologist in Essex, assuming your name is John Braithwaite and you're a cardiologist in Essex, then you can target those people. Now, there's much fewer people who are targeting typing in Dr. John Baithwaite, cardiologist in Essex, than that are writing cardiologist in Essex. But you want to find a niche of people and engage with those people and just talk to those people. One of the big lessons in marketing is to talk to your ideal customer. Focus on your one ideal customer. Don't focus on the world. I see it sometimes when you have uh, people come on into a conference or a meeting or something. And they come onto the stage and they say, hello, everyone, how are you? And everyone goes, mm, mm, how's everyone doing today? Mm. No one really says anything. But if they focus on one person in the audience, say, hi, how are you today? Even if they say, hi, JJ, how are you getting on today? You know, they actually talking directly at you. You're going to answer, aren't you? You're going to say, oh, I'm, I'm OK. You're much more likely to get a response if you're much more personal and much more laser focused on one person, then you try and give a message out to a thousand people. So your first thing in terms of keywords and keywords you want to optimize your, your website for is your name. So you need to start thinking about how people are going to be searching for you, how you want to be known, what you, what you want your name to be referred as. So if it's Dr. So-and-so or you, whether it's Dr. Your first name or Dr. Your surname or Mr. This or Mr. That or whatever, and start looking at optimizing your web page uh, for that, and that, i.e. getting your name in there. And as I say, if it's going to be your first name and your surname, get your first name and your surname in your, in your web page. So you need to think about optimizing your web page for that. And you should be aiming to come up high in Google organic rankings for that, uh, for your name your location. So Dr. So-and-so in, you know, Dr. Braithwaite in Essex, whatever, cardiologist, you want to be targeting that. But the thing that led me to do uh, this and talk about long tail keywords today is because yesterday I had two, I had uh, about 14, I think, virtual consultations and I had two of them were earlobe reduction. And I said, do you mean like the hole, you know, the, the earring hole gets bigger because that's relatively common the earring and they're like no the earlobe my earlobe is big and i want it i want a smaller earlobe and i'm like to it that's quite niche and on my website i have got a section about earlobe reduction and i've got a little video of an earlobe reduction and i've got some before and after photos of an earlobe reduction and it's just worked out that way we were doing those and we were just you know looking at the videos 
to do and just so happened one day a patient came for an ELO reduction and we videoed it and it's on the website but it made me think you know what you're much better laser focusing and going for niche things that not many people are looking for like an earlobe reduction for instance uh earlobe reduction by wedge technique for instance that's a long tail keyword you're much better off looking for these keywords that you need that, that you've got a chance of targeting and capturing these new patients rather than competing with everybody who's going for the split earlobe repair of you know um, the tribal piercing or what have you, which have got much higher search volumes, but also much higher competition. So you're much better off niching down your your keywords that you want to uh, target for, and going for a smaller volume and giving much more engaged and relevant content to those people. It's depth, not width. You don't want. It's like when sometimes people see people on Twitter, like I think there's some plastic surgeons who've got, I don't know, ten, hundreds of thousands, I think some of them, hundreds of thousands of followers on Twitter or maybe Instagram as well. Which there's an argument to say that is good. The good thing about that is if someone then wants to come and see you and they see you've got hundreds of thousands of Twitter followers, they might think you're a better surgeon. That, I think that's a reasonable, uh, valid argument to want to have hundreds of thousands of followers. But that's the only argument, really. And most of them have done it there are ways you can do it you can follow lots of people and then if they don't follow you back unfollow them and then follow lots of people again you do 500 people a day i've been through this where people will do it for you they'll you find someone who's got loads of followers who's in your niche and you follow their followers and as i say there's systems which will automatically unfollow them if they don't follow you back and you'll find that a lot of people who've got hundreds of thousands of followers are also following hundreds of thousands of people so actually that makes twitter um, useless for them because their streams will be just full of these hundreds of thousands of people, what they're posting and what they're saying, which isn't relevant to them. And so it's, it, I, I tried it and I didn't like it, um, to be honest. So um, I think you're much better off just following the people you want to follow and letting the people who want to follow you follow you. It might mean your reach is less, but you'll have a much more engaged reach. That's what you look for engagement. You don't want to have thousands of people who are following you in Uzbekistan or in Africa or in Russia, you know, that's not that's not why you're doing it. You're not doing it to build a social media brand. You're doing it to increase your influence in your region. So you're much better off niching down your messages and niching down your audience. You just want to speak to your target audience. So the next thing comes, if you are going to accept that you want to niche down your offering, how do you get the message out there for these long tail keywords? So let's just say you're doing a long tail keyword of um, uh, non-surgical methods of knee replacement. I don't know. Um, you can do some keyword research to see what sort of keywords are being looked for. Uh, I know it makes no sense, but you should see what people search for. There's lots of things. or um, you know, um, uh, so cardiologist might be something like um, chest pain uh, when going uphill uh, in my 40s. Uh, when is chest pain uh, dangerous? Um, 
is, is chest pain dangerous when going upstairs or something like that um, something which has got more than just chest pain because the, the, the tendency is just to go for chest pain but go for something a bit more like that like you know chest pain on going upstairs or chest pain on exercise or chest pain at rest in my 20s or I don't know just um, expand out your keyword so once you've expanded out your keyword then you've got to think well how am I going to have the content for that and the, the, the other important point you've got to realize is that it is web pages that rank on Google, not websites. So it's not your, you're not trying to get your whole website to rank. It's each individual web page you've got to rank. So therefore, you've got to look at making pages along the lines of these long tail keywords. So you want to make a web page about chest pain in your 20s when you're walking upstairs or what have you. We want a web page optimized for that. So well, how do you do that? Well, the ideal thing is to do a blog uh, or to do so have some area on your website where you're able to continually add content, add, add web pages to it. So you don't want to put it on your chest pain page. You want to have a separate page which is targeted for this long tail keyword. And it's a lot of work. I never said this wasn't going to be work. This is a lot of work, this stuff. But if every week, especially we're in lockdown, if you are in lockdown and if you're not, if you've got time, just think about something, just do a blog, optimize it for those words. And by optimizing it for those words, that doesn't mean getting the word in every other sentence. You just need, or rather the paragraph or the sentence in every other sentence. You need that sentence in or that, that combination of words, you know, probably two or three times. If you use Yoast, is quite a common one on, on a WordPress website, like Toast with a Y it tells you whether you're optimized or whether you don't want to do what's called keyword stuffing. You don't want to you know, shove it in too often. But if you have the URL, the title of the page is chest pain when walking upstairs, you know, and or should I be worried when having chest pain when walking upstairs is the URL. It's just the title of the web page and you've got it a couple of times in the in the paragraphs, learning the first paragraph and things like that, then that's going to rank highly for that long tail keyword. And then you can link that page back into your website back into your chest pain website so it's about producing content and thinking about long tail keywords think about you know i saw two earlobe reductions yesterday and i've inadvertently optimized the page for earlobe reduction um, i've got to be honest with you i didn't deliberately do it it just so happens that we have got a bit of content around earlobe reduction and it's really interesting that that's a niche thing and you see two people for it and it's much better off going in niche niching it down and trying to get the people who are searching for that thing, that's who you want to target. Let the big clinics, the big companies worry about targeting big groups of people. We are individuals. We just want to target. It's much more efficient. And I can tell you now, if you're doing Google AdWords, it's much cheaper to target smaller niches of people who are much more likely to be interested in the thing that you're talking about. And the longer the tail of your keyword, the, the more specific you get with your keyword, the more likely you're going to get someone who's interested in the stuff that you're talking about. The more likely they're going to engage with you, the more likely they're going to download your thing, the more likely they're going to contact you. And again, that works in your favor in terms of SEO in Google. Google like it when people click on the page. They like it when people engage on their page, when they go somewhere else on the website, that will increase your SEO. If you're just ranking for plastic surgery in Birmingham, they click on your website, they realize you don't do hair transplant and then they bounce off. That's going to affect your SEO adversely. So you're much better off. You don't want those people. You don't want people who are, you know, cardiologists, Essex. They, 
too vague, they're too wide. You want the one that's looking for something much more specific that you can then engage with them, draw them in and give them content around that thing and give them content specific to that thing. They're more likely to engage with your page, scroll through the page, go past the fold. It's all going to be good for your website. So use long tail keywords, use specific keywords. First of all, make sure your page is optimized for your name. That's probably going to be the home page or the about us or about me. Rather, it should be about me, about me page. And then look at doing a blog or doing some kind of extension on your website where you can add content. A blog format is the way to do it. I'll probably for another day that I'll talk about um, how to add this content. But a blog format uh, is a way of adding websites and web pages to your your website to um, continuously update it and give relevant information to the relevant people. Hope that's been helpful. I'm going to put this on the podcast. So if you haven't downloaded the podcast, please do. And uh, I will see you next week, 6.12, with another gem. Actually, I shouldn't say the word gem because the gems is a separate AI space on my website with my gems. Another 612 Club. I will see you next Thursday. I hope that you are all okay and I hope you're all safe. Uh, Get in touch with me if you have any questions or worries. And in the meantime, until next Thursday at 612, I'll see you then. Bye-bye.